Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works. I asked the AI a question. Why does the export of oil to other countries, why does the U.S. export oil to other countries when oil prices are above $100 a barrel? Well, today it's not $100 a barrel, but it's, getting, it's approaching it. So why are we exporting our local oil and not using that oil to keep oil prices and gas prices down? Okay, the United States is a country with a lot of oil, but not enough to meet its own demands. Over the past decade or so, U.S. oil production has increased, which has allowed us to become less reliant on foreign oil. However, the increase in domestic production has been outpaced by the steady increase in U.S. demand. U.S. oil field production is at a current level at 12 million 12.2 12.2 million barrels per day. U.S. total consumption averages about 20.28 million barrels per day in 2022. The price of a barrel of oil has fluctuated between $75 and $80 this year. And when the Ukraine crisis occurred and Ukraine attacked the oil refineries, which uh, uh, as in a previous podcast I, I shared that uh, you had Shell, Exxon, uh, BP had oil interest there. Oil prices jumped to $100 a barrel. The month-over-month U.S. shell oil production increase is small, sitting at uh, 94,500 barrels per day, more than the month before compared to the um, 207,500 barrels per day month over month increase in August. The it's the suggestion here with Shell is that they're overworking the oil field and limiting production. I personally think that the big oil companies like that ninety dollar a barrel oil price and they have used oil derivatives and consolidation of mergers to slow down the Shell oil production because they wanted to keep oil prices high. That's my personal take on what's happened. But the way what they're reporting is inflation has caused drilling costs to increase. Oil companies are not drilling for new uh, oil deposits, and they're working their current oil deposits to depletion, which is causing the decrease in shell oil production. I think that that's kind of a uh, um, what you call disinformation. And I don't think that that's really happening. I think we have plenty of shell oil. And the question is whether or not we're going to develop it before um, oil becomes a crisis, because oil is now the new black gold, and all the money is moving uh, into the Middle East, as evidenced by Qatar, United Emirates, um, these centers, Abu Dhabi, where they're getting huge financial centers set up there and uh, a lot of the money is going into these centers and you see it in the very opulent and decadent um, uh, buildings that are going up and it's becoming the new Phoenicia in my mind. In order to meet demand we have to import oil. The United States is the largest consumer of petroleum in the world importing 8.4 million barrels per day. Now, we could stop that immediately by um, turning coal into gas, 
Um, and that's been talking about clean coal into gas for a long time. So, but the question is, will the environmentalists allow us to do that to meet our demand and keep and reduce our dependency on foreign oil imports? And the answer is probably not. They've got us right where they want, which is uh, scarcity. And through scarcity, they will solve the problem with renewables, electric cars, and we'll be getting into a lot of consumer debt in the purchase of electric cars. So it's a perfect scenario for them. One option for the United States would be to reduce the demand on oil, which is what they're doing, uh, making more efficient cars, which is mandated by 2030. But um, at the same time, this is all based on the lithium battery technology, not on fuel cells, on hydrogen, uh, which you know Toyota could do. And it's kind of a shame that Toyota doesn't uh, step out and become more aggressive about setting up the hydrogen highway in the United States uh, with refilling stations. Because actually hydrogen costs more than gas to refill with. And so there has to be tax incentives and et cetera. And no one wants to uh, put those out on the board. So they're keeping hydrogen kind of creating a barrier between the hydrocarbons and the hydrogen clean fuel by uh, not providing an avenue into the marketplace. So why are countries moving out of the dollar? The dollar has become the reserve currency for seven decades, but now other countries are, are concerned. They're concerned about um, the amount of national debt we have, whether we can service our debt, whether we can pay the interest rates on our debt, and number two, whether or not uh, the dollar will be used for exchange for things like uh, uh, oil purchases made between the countries, import-exports. Americans now buy and sell their homes, invest bonds, making purchases in, uh, on credit. Foreigners do too, but globalization and technology made it possible for a worker in Vietnam to send an email to a relative in France and a banker in Japan to trade stocks with a banker in New York. Okay, so what the problem is, is we got a massive amount of dollars floating around the world and they're used to buy and sell things with it. And as countries are now opting out to move away from the dollar, then it creates less demand on the dollar and so the dollar index uh, decreases. As that occurs, then interest rates have to increase on the bond yields to attract foreign investment. China, Russia, and other countries have steadily moved away from the dollar. In 2016, Russia started using the ruble with China. China joined the BRIC nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, in conducting some of their transactions in their own currencies. Now China and uh, the BRIC countries are talking about forming their own currency and then doing all their trade in that currency. <clears throat> 